What another fantastic week to look forward to with the football. Welcome yeah. to NACAP. It's Sol. The crew's back. Jacob, another call up, mate. Thanks for having me, boys. Um, another privilege to, to be back here. He's got to keep that mic on, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, how are you, mate? Pleasure to have you again. I'm pretty good. How are you? Yeah, great. Fantastic. And uh, the Shisha King over here, the research guru. Welcome back, brother. Thanks for having me, Sol. It's Just good to uh, be back, mate. Yep, and need a bit of an inspired performance here from you. Yeah, so, mate. Big few, game. A few stats today. Um, but we'll touch we'll touch on that a bit later. Hundred percent. And um, just before we get onto the topics, um, sad day in rugby league, obviously, with the passing of Tom Radonikus, um, legendary player for Western Suburbs and um, Newtown. Also, not many people know he played ten years for Australia as a halfback. That's unheard of in any era. And also, captain New South Wales on multiple occasions before State of Origin when it was interstate, and he was the first State of Origin captain. So. Um, Terrible news there. Um, we we probably know him more. Obviously, we didn't grow up watching him. We weren't born, but we we knew him from the footy show. You know, he stints on there. You know, telling the place to harden up. You know, he was a character for sure. Um, who, who doesn't love a good rev up from good old Tommy? I mean, well, you know, you, you saw the videos of him slapping players in the sheds before games. You think it's a joke? No, it was not a joke. Like that was legit. It wasn't for the cameras or anything. They did that every game back in the day. And I think, man, he's always had a he's had a big influence on rugby league. There's a lot of things people don't know. Like when it comes to Western Suburbs in Newtown, they were never relevant unless he was there. Like when when he played for Western Suburbs in the seventies, they got to they won a minor premiership, and no one realizes that. And they were one game from a grand final. When he left, they folded. <laughs> they pretty much almost folded, and they were never the same again till he came back and coached them, and took them to the finals as a coach. Newtown did nothing, 50s, 60s, 70s. He comes in the 80s, within a year they're in a grand final. And then he leaves shortly after and they fold, never to be seen again in first grade. So he's had such a profound influence. When he's at a club, you know, they've always achieved success. He's always brought joy and happiness to them. But that's a it, was, it was nice that he got to see Newtown win before. Oh, the New South Cup, of course. Of course, and... Um, when it comes to Australia, like I said, who's ever played halfback for 10 years straight for Australia? So we're pretty rare. I mean, and, and being the first New South Wales captain, even though they lost that game, um, he had such a massive influence on the on the culture of origin, you know? But, you know, he brought he brought the hate. He really brought the He hated Queensland so much. Like, it was, <laughs> like it's beyond, like, reasoning. And, um, and he got to coach them as well. He won a series with them, lost a series with them. And and also when I when I'm talking about the influence in the game, no one realizes he's the one who brought Alfie Langer into prominence. Because when he retired, he coached Ipswich. He went to Queensland, and coached Ipswich. He brought Alfie Langer to prominence. He's the one who convinced Wayne Bennett to pick him for Origin when he was a kid, and never looked back. He became one of the greatest halfbacks in, in rugby league history. And that was because Tommy, because Tommy brought him through. So, so the only other halfback to play. 10 years for Australia is no other than Cooper Cronk. Well, there you go. Played I mean, 38 games, 16 tries. Yeah, good. Well, Tommy Tommy played from 71 to 1980 with 20 games played, two tries. There you go. Yeah, and he won World Cups with them two times and um, he captained Australia as well. Um, and he's done everything in the game. 
Yeah, obviously we were never privileged enough to watch him no. play uh, rugby league. Um, we only really got to know him over over the footy show or you know those videos that you'd sort of see. But um, just from what we sort of saw, he's that sort of player that could lift could lift a club just by his presence. Um, and no wonder why he's spoken about as one of the toughest halves to ever play rugby league. Um, and I think he took that into his coaching, as you saw, you know, in those pre-game videos when they're slapping each other in the sheds. Um, probably can't do that these days, but um, yeah, like he he was definitely one of one of the toughest. Um, and you know, as, as a player, he's someone you definitely want to you know play alongside, and probably as an opposition, someone you'd fear. And as a coach, he's definitely someone you'd want to play for. So. He will be sadly missed. Um, you know, it was unfortunate. It was obviously a long battle he had, and I'm sure it's a sad day for all of rugby league because he was such an iconic character. Whether you're a Queenslander or a New South Welshman, like obviously you're gonna. He did. He did play a big, big part in the game, and especially in Origin. You know, bringing that sort of divide. So, Benny. Um, we're gonna miss a lot of Tommy with um state of Origin and stuff because. When when we were, um when Queensland had that dominant streak, he was always there to rev up um our state, even win, lose or draw, he was the one there to to rev him up, and we will miss him. May uh, may his soul rest in peace. Well said, Benny. And uh, if there's not a fight this week, I mean honestly, um, <laughs> if there's not a fight this week in 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 any game. I mean, come on. Anyway, <laughs> you sweet. <laughs> What's wrong? I'm dying. Yeah, that's all good, boys. Uh, you can say whatever you want. You know, it's all edited anyway. Yeah, that's no, all good. Go on. Uh, moving on. Um, <sighs> have the rules gone too far, boys? Honestly, I mean, if you can, I'm just saying this for for context here. I reckon more than half the teams have eight players or more missing from their first round game. Yeah. I mean, it's only round five. Yeah. Surely well, something's wrong here. Probably depends on who you support. Um, you know, if you've got injuries aside, if you've got the good players, the quick players like, you know, your Roosters, Para, um, Penrith, Melbourne, even the Bunnies, like you can just see that great divide there is within the league so when they come up across those weaker opposition they're just blowing them out of the park as you would have seen on the weekend um yeah but with the injuries i think we predict or everyone sort of predicted this was going to happen yeah um and peter valandi's even said like you know if we need to change it we will so like we've probably never seen so many injuries before not like this no no and I'm talking about unforced injuries, like just accidents, yeah, um, yeah, people like clutching heads, yeah. concussion. Like Luke Keary's injury, like... And, and ACLs and all that, that. that. That could happen any other year, but you'd sort of, with everything that's going on, it's just going to make you think that, you know, this is just because of how quick the game's going. And I don't know, I think it's slowly turning into touch football and I think yeah. I think we probably, or the NRL, have to definitely have, a, have another look at it. Um, and probably have to slow slow the game down in a way because, yes, we want an enjoyable game, but when every player's out, you know, like what are you what are you going to enjoy? Like, who are you going to watch? Yeah, that's why you watch the game to watch those exactly. stars. So, um, I think it's something they're definitely going to have to look at and probably look at soon before you know sort of come finals and you got you no know, no big names playing and you know. 
He's steaming Benny, but what's wrong? You, you think they should just adapt, huh? Yeah, 100%. Why? Um, it's time for change. Peter Valandis came in with the changes. It's sped up the game. It's made it faster. It's made it more kind of enjoyable to, to watch and see. Um, when have you ever seen a um, player score four tries in 11 minutes or like a player like Ryan Pappenhausen do what he's doing at Melbourne or like Melbourne uh, Melbourne <laughs> doing what they're, they're doing to teams or Roosters with the amount of injuries that they have and serious injuries to some of their star players and still be able to um, come up with the wins like they did over the weekend. Like Sam Walker's a young halfback and was able to play play the game in the big time and come up with his first win on debut. But not every club has those luxuries. Not every club has that depth, you know. And and the thing is, I'm not even just talking about like the good the good teams alone can cover, yeah. Like to a certain extent, it's the it's the crap teams. And I don't want to get I don't want it to get to a point where there's continuous blowouts and then the refs start, you know, bringing the good teams back down. You know what I mean? Penalising them for no reason, sticks again for no reason. Instead of trying to get these, instead of like the crap teams trying to get up to their level. Do you know what I mean? We want a better product. We don't want a crap product. It's the it's the struggling teams that I'm, I'm fearful of because not only are they not playing well, they're running out of players to field. Look at Newcastle. How many players are out for Newcastle at the moment? I mean, they can kind of cover. They've got some players coming back, but their spine's gone pretty much. I feel like the game last year, the way it was being played was perfect, yeah? Why are they trying to speed it up even more? It wasn't about speeding, like, to me, it wasn't about speeding up the game. Like, it was about keeping the ball in play, keeping it continuous, keeping it rolling on. Let let the game, let the boys, let the players dictate the speed. Let them control the tempo. Not the refs giving a six again every bloody two seconds, you know, making teams go away. And, and you know, not giving them a chance in the game. It's, it's hard. It's hard if you if you keep conceding those six again. You can't get into the game at all. You lose all faith in, in your ability to even compete. Yeah, like That's you, the problem. You would have seen it on Friday, especially with the dogs. Like, And it happened as well when they played Panda for the other week. Like They can defend for so long, but eventually it's just going to get to a point where they can't. And once they let in one or two tries... They've got no more confidence, and they don't want to play. They, yeah, that's it. They, 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 they've given up, and a lot of people will argue, "Well, field a better side." You can't say that. Yeah, but that's that's what people will say. Like the good teams, for example, they'll say, "You know, field a better side." So, look, at the end of the day, it's probably something the NRL are going to have to look at. Um, I mean, look, Ben Hunt's come out and he's complained. Yeah, you know, he's got a broken leg. And he reckons because of this, like, why wouldn't you want to listen to a player? He's the only one that's had the guts to come out and challenge the rules and say it's, it's getting ridiculous. Like, if a player, a prominent player like that is coming out and saying it, his team's winning. He, like, and it doesn't matter to him. Like, it's still, it's still bothering him because, again, it's getting to a point where, you know, by, the, by mid-year, you're going to be fielding New South Wales Cup players. Like, it's a joke. Research guru, what do you think? Um, no, I'm, I'm just more so asking the question. What, what do you think? Um, like, what new rules did they implement? Do you think that's um, been a detriment to the game for for this season, really, compared to last year? It's the way it's been implemented. It's the way it's been implemented. The six again. Why are they trying to speed it up even more? 
You know what I mean? Like, there's no, it's not it's unnecessary. Yeah, yeah. No, no, of course, but like, what what are they getting six against for? The, the referees don't have to say anything. They don't have to like get pulled up about it at all. Yeah, oh, you can probably hear them sometimes say it, but like, you don't see refs give away that many penalties in a mm. game before this rule was introduced. So, I don't know if they're just taking the Mickey out of it and. I, th- I think just and you know, like the players on the field, once this is happening, they just forget what tackle count is because they're that mentally exhausted. They they just tackle whatever comes their way. So um, that rule, um, maybe the rule when the ball goes out and they just play the ball instead of packing a scrum. Yeah, I mean again, yeah. how how does that how yeah. does that help? Yeah, like a team. Like again, it, it doesn't a, help them. As a coach, you're telling your half kick it out because we want a bloody breather. Yeah, yeah, we're blowing we're blowing hard here. Like yeah, so like we need a breather. And I don't know. Like I can understand that they're trying to you know fast speed up the game, trying to yeah. But uh, but it's one thing to speed up the game, right? It's another thing for the refs to speed up the game, and then it's out of the players' control. You're not going to get a good game. Yeah, but they shouldn't. That's not that's not the the way the game's yeah. supposed to be played. You'll get a good game when it's too good. You get a sides. good you get a good game yeah, but you get a good game to a certain extent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Every week, like to the fortieth minute, like we've seen. And then it goes away. Like the game Parramatta with Tigers, that was a really good game. Tigers found a way back into the game somehow. I think it was Reft Will. Yeah. But you don't see that's not that's no consistency, you know that's what I mean? Right. We we used to complain as fans about the game being too slow or players laying on the ground too long or playing the ball too slowly. But, like, we got to, like, give and take here and appreciate to where they've taken the game now. All right, probably we want it to brought down a notch, but... Has to be. Uh, but, again, um, bring it down a notch. Don't take it back to where it was ages ago because then no. players will... Um, or would abuse it? I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. It's just the way, it, again, it's just about the officiating. Like, uh, talking about officiating, right? Now look at the 18th man rule, yeah? How it got evo- it's evolved over a week. doesn't matter who the 18th man is now, as long as they're in the 21, right? And you can activate it if there's foul play. And then that player's out for the game. And then the ref has sin binned him. What ref's going to sin bin or send off someone now? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Without there being issues. Look, I, I think as well, you, what, what I've seen in the past over the last few years, especially when the NRL implement new new rules, I feel that refs, you guys can agree or disagree, tell me your thoughts anyway, but they seem to get really trigger happy with the new rules and they, they I feel like they over-implement it throughout the game. What do you guys think? Yeah, yeah but because they do that because they're not going to get questioned about it. Yeah, because they're you know to. you know that you know they stopped counting six against after round one. Really, <laughs> they stopped counting six like on the stats. You can't see the stats. You have to watch it and mark it every time now. Yeah, because it was scrutiny. Oh, I think you might get the set restarts. I think I've seen it on Fox. I think they got. I think they've gotten rid of it. Okay. I know. I know who you're talking about, but yeah. apparently they've gotten rid of it. Like, okay. because they don't want no. They don't want the refs to be you know scrutinized or yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Come yeah. on, man. Yeah. Um. But that the 18th man thing, that that thing, that's gonna put so much more pressure on refs. 
Yeah, look, there was already there was already pressure on refs to sin bin or send off someone. Like you'd see them, you'd see a player do something, and you're like, definitely, like surely he's gone. But um, yeah, look, I don't know. Um, I, I agree with the rule. Like if if they've done a foul play and it's sort of knocked someone out, for example. No, no, I agree with it. Yeah, and mate, hundred percent bring in eighteen for men because you know, like you've done a foul play and. For example, like what you would have seen the other week with Kafusi, the way he went down. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, that wasn't report. That was a of a sin bin. Or but say that, say there, he didn't get yeah. he didn't get sin bin. That's right. And so Paramount wouldn't wouldn't not have and been able to activate that 18th man. I there. could be wrong, but I think um, Dallin a few days later against Penrith high shotted two days Cleary, later, yeah. and he got sin bin. And he got sin bin. And and they would have been able to activate that 18th man. Yeah. So what I mean, like they they haven't even got that corrected, and now you put yeah. more pressure on them. Yeah. yeah. They, look, somehow, some way, someone's gonna get clipped, like not even anything, and they're just gonna fall to the ground, the player, and pretend he's out. <laughs> that guy's gonna get. Sim- I'm telling yeah, you, something well, like that's gonna how happen. Good that player is, you know. You know? Like I, if it's, I think if it's I, the halfback. You're not gonna milk. Look, it I, I, you I, I want to get back out there. Look, I, I think there has to be something in there where you know, if you're out, yeah, if you're concussed, or they've got to do 14 days. Because it's serious. It's such a serious issue, this concussion there thing. Is, there is protocols in place. You know, but it's not really... Uh, but I say players come back the next week. I mean, that, that's happened. It has, it has happened. I think, yeah, there's, I think there's a nine-day... There are processes in place. Like, like I know, but... Like nine-day rule. Um, but they got it. But if, if a player cops a head high or whatever, an elbow to the head, puts him out of the game, and it's serious, just to take away that... Diving factor, you know what I mean? There's got to because there's somehow, some way they're going to get manipulated. This rule that's the problem, yep. But I think that also comes down to the level of the concussion as well. Because there's different types, there's different levels of the concussion that you can get. If it's something that's minor that's going to get you out of the game, then personally, I don't think you should be out 14 games or 14 days because at the end of the day, that means. The team's losing and the players losing as well. As well, he's losing game time. Yeah, but but the seriousness of concussions these days, yeah, you ha- yeah it has to be taken into account here. Absolutely, and I I think they have. I think they've just got to assess it by a case by case basis, and depending on whether it, it all depends on the seriousness <laughs> of the of the concussion at the end of the day. But a coach would tell a player dive if he had to dive. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah it, like it, it's not like a. It, it it'd be like in soccer when you're inside the box and people dive. It's the same thing. Yeah, it'll get it'll get to that stage. And I think seventieth minute in a finals game or state of origin game, you need the eighteenth man, a fresh guy there. Someone's someone's taking a dive. One hundred percent. And I think maybe they can implement something where it'd be up to the sixtieth minute or something. Where yeah, maybe yeah. after the sixtieth minute, they that eighteenth man is no no longer eligible to play. But then. There's always going to be hard. Contrib- it's hard to control it's, it's, that. It's exactly, hard to control that. Exactly yeah. right. Without getting any scrutiny. Exactly right. You know, you can so, put any really nice, like uh, you know, rule or like change to that to that rule, but there's always going to be issues with it. But anyway, we'll see how it pans out. That's all we can do. Yeah. Um, just quickly, you want to talk about uh, an issue you've got? Forced retirements. Yeah, I yeah. like the. You've got a big beef with this. You've been. <clears throat> Hounding out about it for about when? You've been talking about it for about a minute? Yeah, go. <laughs> I don't like how teams have been uh, forcing players into retirement. I reckon... Um, the, like who? Uh, 
Like the Jake Friend. Um, ah, Jake what Friend. You don't like it. Or Greg Inglis. Greg Inglis got forced to retire in 2019. All right. And now we're, we're seeing him play in the Super League two years later. Mm. Like, if you let him heal up a bit, you would have had him back on the park. All right. Probably Sam Burgess's. Um, I think Greg uh, Inglis had more issues going on in his personal life. But I, I think um, I've got an issue with that too because that freed up certain amount of cap space for them to sign certain players and it kind of was bullcrap to be fair. Yeah, yeah. I think there was a bit of a shifty yeah, but like shifty dealings going on there. Well, we, we don't know. We, can we don't know for sure but you're, you're saying that but so you're claiming that Roosters are forcing Jake Friend to retire? Yeah. And I, I got a feeling that Cowboys are going to do the same thing to, to Michael Morgan. To Michael Morgan. I reckon Roosters by the end of the year might do it again to Boyd Corner just to free up cap space. As well, yeah, but these these are two senior players for them. Like they they wouldn't want to lose them if they didn't have to. At the end of the day, like Jake Friends coming towards the back end of his career. Oh, now. of course, yeah. Um, and you got to do what's best for their health. Like they they're still what thirty something. Imagine mm. you know having to deal with brain damage or whatever it may be for yeah. the rest of your life. But he's he's got a point in sense of if those guys went and in two years went and played Super League. Then there's some cause for concern there. It's like, what was that about? You know what I mean? Like, even Greg Inglis. I don't understand why he's playing. Well, yeah, let's did, say did, did he medically retire? Yeah, he, 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 he medically retired. Medically retire, yeah. What was yeah. the reason? Um, sh- shoulder injury and bad ment- uh, mental health to come back to the game. No, nah, I don't think the mental health thing is a, is a factor there. But obviously, the player has to agree to it too. So, but if the player agreed to it, and then comes back two well, years later. There's something sus happening. Why there. wouldn't he agree to it? That's he's a bit getting, sus. It's a bit sus. Out, he's getting paid out his full contract. Why wouldn't he agree to it? Uh, it's a little sus, I think. Because and Cordner. And, and look, playing. I'm. I, I, I don't. I don't mind skepticism because Cordner is on good money, probably. Of course. He and is. and so friends is, on good money. Yeah. So that's now gonna free up cap space for Uncle Nick to play with. He's, he's been. He's like. No, I don't think Cordner's going to retire. I think they're just really worried about him. They are worried about him, but he's out for... T- no, but his concussion symptoms... It's the concussion symptoms that he's been having. Well, Roosters already have their backup replacement in... Roosters have a backup team for the next 10 years ready to go. Yeah, yeah. So, like... The <laughs> Trust me, they're not looking. They're not trying to medically. I don't think they're... They'll be the last team to medically retire someone for cap space. Like, they've got everything intact. I think, but anyway, um, we'll see what happens. That's all we can say. Um, just quickly before we get into the preview, South Sydney, are they dumb? Are they stupid? Honestly, have they? Why have they not? Why have they not uh, resolved the Adam they, Reynolds situation? They have come to the table. They've offered yeah. him a two-year deal at one point four mil. South, yeah, yeah, and he still said no. Well, you know what? So there's, there's more to this that we I, I heard. I heard it's only one year. Yeah. I... There was an article that came from Fox Sports about two hours ago. We all know how reliable Fox Sports can be. But <laughs> they they came out saying they offered him a one-year deal at 700000 Yep. But Reynolds pretty, wants a three-year deal. And I, I, think I, Reynolds, I, don't, I don't think the money's the concern. I well, think you it's said more two, so to You said two-year deal? Yeah. yeah but so Souths gave him a two-year deal? Two. Two year, one point four. What do you mean? I mean, no. you can say no. You can say ben, something. What do you mean? No, Benny's Benny. shaking his head and saying no. Tell us your thoughts, Ben. Don't we have the research guru here for a reason? research? Can we get this up and running here, brother? Mate, I've got it all up, and I'm trying to uh, get my point across. But we've got Ben here. 
just shaking his head. He's not happy, mate. It's he, not. It's he, not he's, correct. He's not to happy him. with what Jacob's saying. But what they're saying here, again, it's coming from Fox Sports. That's okay. So do you have they, the they offered him a one-year deal. Uh, yeah, I heard the one-year deal. The one year I heard deal the one-year deal. Seven hundred thousand. finally came to the table for two-year. $1.4 offer, but Reynolds still knocked it back and will now go to the market. Who's that from? Fox League. All right, you know okay. what, but... That, you know what? Why didn't so it... Can I, can I, no, no, I no, believe no, it. I believe, I believe it. it. And I, I didn't see that article, but I just want to say, fair play. Fair play to him, because why didn't they come out with that contract last week? Yeah. What stopped them giving him a contract last week when he was just asking for a two-year deal? Why did it take all this crap to get to this point now? Because you know this could derail their season for me. I I don't think it. Will. I I I, th- I think he I think he's gonna be really shitty with them. I don't think so because if he's coming off contract this year, <laughs> and he needs to play for another contract, he's looking for another club. He what he was never looking for another club. He I, wanted to I stay. He wanted to stay at South. Of course he does. There's a Premiership winning halfback there. I actually don't get It's disrespectful It's very disrespectful To someone like that Who's been there For nearly 10 years To treat him like that And then now After all that crap I mean tell me I'm wrong here After all that You know beg, well, He's begging them For a two year deal and Then they finally Come to the table Of course he's going to Knock it back He's going to ask For more money Of course he's going to Go to the market 100% um, Yeah I don't know Wayne Bennett's even Come out and said Well he's going doing He's going. Yeah. So, because uh, I heard a rumor that, uh, what do you call it, Bennett was going back to Brisbane for a second, and then he knocked that back. Mm. Who knows if Bennett's telling the truth? To be fair. Yeah. He's his mates taking over, isn't he? That the yeah. Mystery. He's leaving hundred percent, but yeah. some there was a speculation that if he's going back to Brisbane, maybe he's taking Adam Reynolds with him. If he if he leaves this year with a premiership ring, does he go down as the greatest coach of all time? No doubt. No doubt. Three different clubs. Yeah. Brisbane, St George and Saint South. St George and South, and got close with Newcastle in the prelim. Yeah, that's there's no doubt for me he'd be the greatest. Yeah, and multiple times with Brisbane too. Yeah, yeah. six. So, right, back to Reynolds for a sec. So, I didn't read it properly, but mate, we pay you, you know, really big money. Not uh, not seven hundred thousand a year, mate. But close to it. Close to it, right? But they've put forward a one year offer. With an option to extend to 2023 in the club's favour. So maybe that's what's holding him back. Oh, there you go. There. Maybe that's because he doesn't get the option to extend. Oh, here we go. He's, he's not in approval here. There well, we go. He's good, not in the approval. Benny's not in approval. Benny, so, do you have comments, brother? I want to hear your comments about this. What do I mean? No. Take the mic. Quiet. Take the mic, mate. So, yes, it is disrespectful for South to treat a player with the stature of Adam Reynolds like that. Um, he's the one that broke their drought of um, a premiership. And Him by himself, was it? Yes, he did. Him by himself. Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> Greg Inglis was playing netball that year. <laughs> <laughs> yes, keep going. Go um, so, I, I reckon like them dragging this out for this long... Um, Where's I it going? Where do you think he's going then? Uh, You're the oracle. You tell us. Where's he going? He's not so, going to the Cowboys, so, is he? I would stay at Souths for half a year then go to the Cowboys. For yeah, I wouldn't go there. All right, so I don't think he's going Cowboys. Where is he going? Wayne Bennett's heading back to Brisbane. But it's who? It's not to the Broncos. Where's it to? No, he's not. No, he's not. The second team are not starting next year. So what's he going to do for a year? 
um, sit back and recruit. <laughs> He's going to sit back and recruit. So you're saying by the okay. time that a new team comes in, Adam Reynolds will be halfback for that new Brisbane team. Yeah. With a year off. With a year off. Um, I, don't, I doubt he's going to take the year off. I reckon he'll um he'll come to the table towards the end of the year and play one more year at South yeah. and then go to Brisbane, that new yeah. Brisbane team. Okay, well you heard it here first. I mean, breaking I know, news. I don't know if I believe that, Ben. But breaking news, boys. Breaking news. They <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't call me the Oracle for nothing. Hey, mate. We'll see. We'll see, man. Um, let's get straight into round five. Speaking of those two teams, South and Brisbane. They take each other on on Thursday night football. Um, I reckon everyone's going to get a full round this week if they if they vote with their head rather than their heart. Mm. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. This is pretty easy. It was pretty easy last week. I think I got seven from eight. I think yeah. I got Newcastle wrong. Yeah, I think that was a bit of a that was a hard one. Um, if you I got eight from eight. did you? No, yeah. That doesn't count, mate. That doesn't count. You missed one of your tips. No, nah, mate. I'm not I'm not copping that. Nah, I'm not copping that, mate. South Brisbane. Ah, mate. We go, mate. I've had enough of you, all right? South Brisbane. Cody Walker's out. Marshall goes to six. Um, South's are winning, for sure, yeah? It's a matter of how much. Yeah. South. I, I got them 24 plus. 24 plus. That's a new one. Is that a option? A Is that an option now? Um... Okay. All right, Friday night, <laughs> Warriors Seagulls. Warriors Adam Fanua Blake's out for a while. Um, that's a big loss. Tom's still not back for Manly. Um, I think Manly might give him a game. So do you reckon Manly can give it to him? I think Manly will give him a run for their money, but I don't think they're gonna win yeah. ultimately. Nah, Warriors on that hundred percent. Yeah, I think, I think the yeah. game of the rounds the next game. Yeah, next game I'm looking forward to Penrith Canberra at Panther Stadium. Uh, Penrith unchanged Canberra Tappany comes into the side This is a tough one This is going to be the toughest one To pick for me um, Canberra's shown Under the radar Somewhat That they're still a heavyweight In this competition Penrith's just been flying As usual It's crazy um, I think Canberra Might be a chance Yeah 100% but You can never write them off They're, They are a quality side From 1 to 13 Well across the park They're a quality side Why, why are you laughing over there? Um, I'm not laughing. You got to remember their 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 five eight was a Daly M last year. Yeah. Um. Their their dummy half was prob is probably one of the top, you know. Dummy halves in the game. Yeah. So they and and look at their fullback. So that they're uh, like they're well sort of balanced. Um. Sutton is going well. Come. So he's earned himself a starting spot for now. Um. Papa Litty also. You know. He's on fire. We know what he can do. And and Whitehead's a freak as well, and I suck with Tapine coming back, mate. Um, they they are going to be hard to beat. Um, obviously Penrith's a, playing at Penrith's always going to be a hard game. Um, but it, it won't be an easy game. For, it won't be an easy game for Penrith. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw something similar to what happened when Penrith played in Melbourne the other Over week. There, yeah, a hundred percent. I think Canberra matches them in the forwards. I think yeah. that's a hundred percent. I think um, in the backs, Penrith's probably you know they're missing a few there. But, I mean, like I said, they're cruising. They look a bit more sharper than Canberra. Canberra's still attacking-wise, still coming together, still trying to put it together. Um, I think I'm going to just go Canberra. I'll go Canberra by two. Benny? I'm going to go Penrith by six. Penrith by six, you reckon? Yeah, I might have to follow you. There you go. The Oracle speaks again. Um, 
Saturday afternoon, uh, Gold Coast, Newcastle. Newcastle got a, a bunch of injuries, but Callum Pong was back. That's a big in for them. Yeah, um, massive boost for them. Oh, yeah. And um, Watson goes to six. Blake Green comes into the starting side. So they've covered well for, you know, the amount of injuries they copped last week in, yeah. the, in the spine. But is that enough to win them the game against uh, an on-fire, inform? On-fire, inform Gold Coast. I um, think so. I think so. Like, yeah. When, when we talk about the Titans, we think straight away to their forwards. You know, you're coming up Saifiri, you're coming up against Clemmer, you're coming up against an informed Barnett, and we know what Frizzell can do. So th- it, it'll be evenly matched in the middle, that's for sure. It's whether Watson and Green can get going. It, it'll, it'll be a good game. Obviously, they're, they're sort of equal in, in the backs as well. Um, obviously, Brimson's having a great year again. So I think it comes down to the halves here. I reckon it's going to come down to the fullback. Well, Brimson uh, and Ponga like... Well, this is Ponga's mm. first game, isn't Ponga's it? Ponga's first game back. You know, so and they're fighting for... Brimson's probably got the advantage at the moment. And they're both fighting for a, uh, the Queensland starting. Yeah, it's yeah. coming. It's pretty close. It's a fast approach in origin. But um, uh, I think the main thing is trying to get that win because it's one of those games where both teams think they can they can take it. I'm going to go Titans just. Yeah, no, I think I think Titans. Yeah. Just based on the halves and also playing at home. I'm going to go with Titans 18 points. Blow out. Um, Bulldog Storm. 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 Do we Ro- even. Rooster Sharks. Just Let's move on. <laughs> hold on, hold on. We didn't address one thing. What happened? Our dog's going to score this week. That's a good point. A point or a try? A, mate, do you know what? I'll take a point. I'll take a field goal. I'll take a field goal at this point. Uh, look, if we get a penalty shot in front, you know we're taking the two this time. What if we're 20 down or 30 down? Do we still? Nah. That's just a bit silly. That's, yeah. when, that's when you know that you become the laughing stock of the league. Well, yeah. 100%. But I think they need to score at least a try. Nah, you know what? Start, sack it. I think we'll score against Melbourne. I think Ow. we'll score one one try. Who? Uh, look, I, oh, <laughs> all right, you know what? They got a decent four pack this week, Canterbury. All right? I suppose with Thompson coming back. Yeah, and Jackson comes back into the side, and and the back the back line looks a bit a bit more balanced. Um, Kotrick back to the wing, Allen to the centers, with Tennessee Lesniak's back, Avrilo's back. Avrilo should not be playing at six. Simple as that. Yeah, he should, should be. He should be wearing that number three jersey. Yeah, he should be. He should jersey. be either there or coming off the bench. I'd say maybe put Allen on the wing if you want. Mm. Drop Katoa, and put Avrilo in the halves. Uh, sorry, at centre. But the only thing is, obviously, with Lewis out, who do you bring in? Wakem, possibly. Look, I think Wake. Look, as much as I, I'm not the biggest fan of Wakem. I think it deserves a shot. Deserves a shot at six. I think because we've done nothing yeah. for three weeks. Like yeah. surely some, surely you would have played him instead of Avrilo or put put Avrilo on the off the bench. Yeah. Are you gonna still do chopping and changing of the squad? Just mate, we can't score a try, mate. Like, can it get worse? I mean, we can't score I a try, buddy. I mean, you know. Sorry. Anyway, it's move on. It's not like we're going to wreck our form by chopping and changing. I mean, I wonder who's going to go on. dogs at $13 anyway. Um, move on. Uh, if you go 13 plus, I think they're paying 80 something. So get behind that. Get behind that. Put, put, put <laughs> five bucks. Plus into put 100 bucks on it. 100 bucks. Uh, <laughs> Roosters, Sharks, straight after. Um, Roosters. It looks like nothing happened to him last week. I thought I thought they were going to struggle against the Warriors. Yeah, you did. I told you. Yeah, I told you. I thought, were, I thought Warriors would turn up. 
Um, they did for a bit, but I think I think based off last week, I can't see anyone stopping the Roosters. Um, yeah. Yeah. So look, when uh, when you know when Verrills is coming back because they they can do with well, a dummy half. Well, his uh, his injury has been extended for another nine weeks. Oh, that's weeks right. Yeah, last week that came due out. to the infection of the wound of the ACL. Thank you, massage guru. Um, you too. So yeah, Roosters for me. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Sunday afternoon, West Tigers, North Queensland. West Tigers are really impressive last week. I did pick them to beat Para, and I reckon they got unlucky last week. Um, that was a sus second last try from Para. Um, I think it was offside, to be honest. But um, offside one. Uh, is, if his back foot's in line, then it's playing. Oh, sorry, for the four part, it was four parts. Sorry. Are you talking about the Gutherson? Gutherson, yeah, 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 that, that was, was a kick. kick. Yeah, the kick was a kick. Yeah, it was a kick. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, look, Tigers showed me a lot last week against Para. Uh, they were gallant in defeat. Uh, North Queensland, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. No, they've got no, no nothing. This week. At least, at they least got, they're not making the got Tama, too bad. They've got Tamalolo back this week. What do you reckon? What's he gonna add to this team? He'll add a bit of punch through the middle, whether that lifts the forwards or not. We don't know. But that's what we're having with Thompson at the Dogs. And he, you know, he's not being used the way they want to use him is yeah. completely yeah. wrong to me. But I don't know about having Hampton at halfback. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was a winger once upon a time. I think he's played everywhere. This bloke, but yeah, I just uh, I just think yeah. the Tigers are more settled. I think it's another Kieran Holland. Can do <laughs> Mr. Fix it. I think Tigers are more settled at the moment. Hundred percent. Um, the only question I have for Tigers. Should Embiid be at number four? I don't. I don't think he should be in the team. Yeah. He's getting paid eight hundred thousand dollars a year. You're he doesn't want to be there. He doesn't want to be there. You're going to play him at reserve grade. Ship him. If ship him to England. Best, if that's what's best for the team to win a game, I don't care if he's on ten million dollars a week or a year. You want to win games, and if mm. he's not playing up to standard, see you later. You're ship take him. The, you're going to take the money regardless whether you play or not. I reckon his next move is to the Cowboys. Another, another, uh, oracle, another Oracle. Another Do- Oracle. The dogs are probably signing. Yeah, Jacob Little's been good, uh, research gu- research guru. Um, you've had some success there in Supercoach, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I think he week. He's loving Supercoach. He's like week one, week two, and week four. And plus, the Tigers are playing for Tommy. So, I mean, Western, yeah, So course, that's another that's another 100%. big thing for them. Um, Tigers by a lot. All right, and last game, Parramatta, St. George. I reckon, yeah, I reckon good old Ryan Madison might be back this week. He was ruled out just prior last week, wasn't he? Mm. So, uh, yeah, he probably will be back. Um, St. George is just impressing me, man. Um, I know people are saying, oh, Newcastle were depleted, but the Dragons brought it to them. They bashed them. You know what I mean? They, they, they asked for the challenge, and Newcastle just buckled, whether anyone likes it or not. To, to me, I think... They've got some steel in them, man. They can they can give Para a run for their money. But can they h- handle their forward pack? They've been playing well, man. They've been playing well, the Dragons. Their forward pack's been playing very well. Okay. Tarek Sims has is re- come back to form as well. But you're looking at one of the best forward packs. No, I'm not. I'm not saying they're gonna win. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying they're gonna win, but I'm not like if I saw this game prior to the season, I'd say Parramatta by thirty. You know what I mean? But now I'd say Parramatta by you know six yeah. or eight. Like. Yeah. St. George's not going to go away here. 
I reckon 14. To win at Newcastle uh, in front of what looked like a packed sort of stadium. Yeah, of course. Without your starting halfback. Yeah. Uh, look, I know Newcastle obviously had a few players ruled out during the game. But, but I'm saying that was because of the Dragons. They yeah, gave it to them. They right. bloody bashed that's them, right. man. Like, and and they, they won't be an easy beat on Sunday. They will yeah. come out firing and they, they sort of want to end Parramatta's winning streak. So it, it is, it's definitely a great way to sort of uh, wrap up the round. Oh, 100%. Um, and it's going to be a tough game, but I think Parramatta might just... No, they'll win. Straight yeah. home. I think Parramatta... I wouldn't say with so much confidence, no, but no. I'd say they might just scrap it. No, but I think Parramatta's way... They're, rich, they're going to another level at the moment. Like, I, I hated them last year for a reason because they couldn't beat any top team. Like, they'd be in the fight, but then they'd fade away. And now they're taking care of the, the hard teams. They're taking care of, you know, the tricky teams and the easy teams. Like, they figured that out. It's just whether or not they can stay healthy now. That's the key here for Parramatta. But they'll be a real challenger at the end of the season. Yeah. So, we'll go on Para. Benny, yep, Para. Yeah, 100% Para. All right. That's about it, boys. Uh, oh, actually, Benny, um, you know what? We'll leave it to next week. No, let's do it now. All right, Benny Confidential here. Uh, mate, which superstar have you bumped into? I've bumped into um, the Bulldogs uh, injured winger, Jaden Ockenball. Okay, yeah. On Easter Saturday ah, at, okay. uh, right. at Mount Pritchard at Aubrey Kesh Oval. Okay, well, what happened there? How was the conversation there? Just asked him how the, how the recovery is to the post-ACL surgery and um, what's going on with the team and stuff like that and... He, and when he's due to be back, and he goes towards the the last few rounds of the season. So, are you yeah. sure? Yeah, I thought it was about round ten. I mean, he knows he knows everything. This bloke. So. If he's told you face to face, well, you obviously got to take that. Let's just try to play mind games. Mm. If you anyone anyone famous you massage this week during work or? Um no. Let him think. I'm just going to make up some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Benny, who you, which famous person did you massage this <laughs> way? <laughs> anyway, that's it. Thanks. It Appreciate it, Benny. Thank you, Jacob. Thanks, boys. Thanks for having me again. Thank you, no Ben. Worries, uh, just let me finish that sentence. Uh, thanks, uh, research guru. Cheers, mate. All right. Enjoy the footy. See you next week. Cheers, boys.